where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair. This is not the time to get distracted. And this is not the time to go off course. This is not the time to lose your focus. Got a word to do. The Believers, Walking in the Way of Righteousness, is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. We thank God for what the Lord is doing. Thank God for how he's doing it. Amen. Whether you believe it or not, amen. It's all working out. That's right. Working out for your good, regardless of what you think about it, regardless of what you feel about it, and regardless of what somebody else think about it. God is in, he's sovereign. He's in control. Amen. And we got to get in control with him, not he get with us. Amen. We thank God for uh, how the Lord has blessed us. Uh, I did give my condolence right before I come on the air. Got a phone call. Uh, uh, Mr. Quillen, Brother Quillen, have passed. Amen. And I give condolence to the family. Amen. Uh, known them for some years. Amen. Uh, matter of fact, I met them when my their baby boy was going with my baby girl, liking my baby girl way back in high school. Amen. And uh, so we met them years and years ago. But we thank God that God is yet sovereign. He's yet in control. And he's yet blessing. Amen. I know it don't look like it, especially when certain things hit on our side of the fence. We'll say, Lord, what happened? Where are you? And, and then, but what we have to learn and what we have to take in control of ourselves and say, Lord, I want to line up with you. Amen. I want to say to those of you that's not fellowshipping anywhere or even if you're fellowshipping somewhere, okay, even if you're going to a church and maybe you're going to your fellowship Sunday or whatever, I want you to visit 
uh, the Kingdom of God Learning Center. At least check it out and see, won't it be a blessing to you? Amen. And uh, if you, it is located 15 Blaylock Street. Amen. Hateville. And I know it may look like Atlanta metro area, but it's right there before you cross 285. If you put it in your GPS, I guarantee you to get you right to the door. So it's Hateville, 15 Blaylock uh, Street, Hateville, Georgia. And the service start, and I shouldn't say service start because that's what he's trying to do, do something different. He's trying to not serve God as usual. So you can be a part of that fellowship of that time when you come and won't sanction prayer, uh, praying uh, alone, or you won't prayer for whatever, you know, so with someone. Uh, you got a problem or whatever. You need to come and allow the Lord to uh, bless you and get into the teaching. I promise you it will be a blessing to you if you decided to do so and you have any problem finding it, please call me or call uh, Brother Brunswick. All right, let's go into prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, we thank you, we praise you, I honor you. Lord, I thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this door that's being opened that I'm able to minister to your people. I ask you to anoint me that I speak nothing of myself, but I speak only that which you would have me to say. And God, I ask you to open up the ears of those that are listening, that they may not hear with the natural ear only, but the ear of the heart, that they may go forth and walk in the beauty of holiness and give your name to praise. We thank you. We praise you. I ask you to bless me, Lord, that I decrease and you increase. That it's not brother where, but it's all about you. God, I thank you. In Jesus to Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Well, we thank God. I thank God for those of you that have tuned in. Uh, we thank God for... Those that are listening by way of radio, I, I thank God for what God is doing. I thank God for our book, amen, uh, that we come out with. Uh, what grade are you in spiritual? We had a couple of calls, and I put them in the mail today. And the longest they said it'll be is Monday before you get them at, I don't know, the mail just got real bad. You used to put a letter in the mail, and uh, you would get your mail three days from California. I was living in Oregon uh, uh, at one time, and I used to write letters, and I guarantee you that it would be, the mail would be here in uh, Georgia or South Carolina in three days. But now you could be mailing it in the same state and it may not get there in three days. But however, we thank God for those that have called and those that sent their address. And, and I was thanking God for those that are listening because uh, 
you know, when I come here, I don't understand. I don't know anyone that's listening unless I see you on Facebook or something uh, live on Facebook. And basically, when I pull my glasses off, I can't read it anyway, uh, long distance from me. But nevertheless, we thank God for what God is doing. I'm not going to worry you. I, uh, I just thank God for those that are you that are special. I'm serious. I'm, I'm not just saying that. God has put me with peoples, peoples that's trying to be different, that's trying to say, Brother, where I feel you, I feel what you're talking about. I, I I don't want to be just traditional church. And I'm thanking God. I mean, you don't know how long I've been crying this, but look like it. And, and the enemy will try to get you discouraged, but I understand. I said, well, if my fruit is not on this side, I understand that it would be on the other side. So I don't get discouraged. So anytime the enemy try to discourage me and say, Ain't nobody studying what you're talking about. And I know that I'm, I'm, I'm studying, I'm seeking God's will, seeking God's faith. And, and everybody at one time want to get a little, to know that they're getting a little praise or whatever. But it don't, a lot of time it don't happen. But in the midst of it, God says, I got you. I got you. You just keep doing what I tell you to do and don't even worry about it. You know, and, and and because of that, because of that, I I was studying and and I study every day not to be uh what's the word, pious or anything. Um I I do I treat it like a job. I really do. And I ask because I asked God if he would just pull now listen, and now to somebody else it might not seem nothing, but I asked the Lord. I said, Lord, I I made in 1999, I made a hundred and five thousand dollars, and my income tax uh, will still will prove it. And I say, God, I thank you for this, but I said I would rather make one third of what I'm making than to make this and be miserable. And the reason I was being miserable because I had to basically uh, tell untruth, write untruth. I didn't have to tell untruth. I had to write untruth because I was a truck driver. And because I was a truck driver, I couldn't uh, do run the runs like I wanted to run. So, But I said, Lord, if you just allow me to just... Make one-third, I promise you, I won't be like the other minister. I won't be just uh, doing this and doing that and going to playing golf. Well, at that time, I was into bowling and stuff. I won't do that, and I love fishing. So I, I, I said, Lord, if you just bless me, I promise you that I would deal with just your word, and I would act as though that your word is the work that I need to do. Well, little did I know that that was going to happen as quick as it did. Well, it did happen. 
God, that after that prayer, God immediately took me off. Uh, a guy hit me on the forklift, and that took me all out of driving. So then I had to uh, deal with going all the way down to the bottom of the bottom. I'm talking when I say the bottom, I'm talking about the bottom of the bottom. When people talk about uh, they being homeless. Um, I was about a week, but I had to stay with my brother, had to take my family there. I mean, things got really, really rough for me, but the Lord saw me through. And in the midst of it, I knew he had me. I knew he had me, and I had to stand by myself. I don't even know why I'm going this way. I'm trying to get to the uh, what He I feel he gave me today. And and, and I was praying and saying, Lord, why is it, I, I mean, you said you was going to bless me. You said you was going to do this, and you said you was going to do that. Well, in the process, he did begin to bless me in finance. I began to get the home, the things that I needed, uh, the automobiles and the, and the things. But in the midst of it, then by the time I got that, my body was afflicted. Then I had to go through, I'm hearing that I had to have the operation for my back. And, and then time I got recuperated from that, then all of a sudden, then I wind up uh, leaving from the back and wind up having operation had heart problem. So I had to two, have two open heart surgery. Then I'm getting all this and I'm saying, well, wait a minute, God. You took me off the job, and you pulled me off the job. I'm not able to minister. I'm not able to do anything. And it was a process that he was getting me ready to do what I'm doing today. And I didn't understand the process. And a lot of times, things that you're going through, you don't understand. And it's still a you. But I start reading, and I start praying, and I... Couldn't hardly sleep plenty nights, and 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 I was praying and seeking God's face, trying to find this way. And then, in the midst of all the things that was going on, some of you may be going through now, and you got to understand while you're going through, if you don't prayed and asked God to do something, you got to believe God and. In spite of what you seeing going on, in spite of what's happening, in spite of the things that's going on around you, because the devil want to discourage you, that's his job. That's his job. He he can't touch you as long as you abiding in the Lord. As long as you living right, the devil can't do nothing. He can only discourage you and only send peoples in your life to discourage you. And that's what peoples will do, will discourage you from the direction that God have for you. And the reason for that, because the enemy is saying, I, wanna, I, I don't want them to get the full potential. Some of you now is going through the same. It may not be your sickness. It might not be your finance. It might not be this. It might not be that. But it's something that you're saying, Lord, why you're not uh, coming in on this situation? And what he's saying, letting you you just get prepared. 
the guy that the guy, the lady that playing the sport, they and you see them on television, you see them, uh, I hear them on the radio. The sports that they played, they had to get prepared to play the sport. And getting prepared to play the sport, they did that off the TV. You didn't see them getting prepared. You didn't see them doing exercise. You didn't see them doing that. You didn't see them eating right. You didn't see that. But what they was doing was getting where God was trying to, I mean, where their coaching thing was trying to get them. So, since we said that, uh, here's what I'm saying. You got to delight yourself in God. You got to delight in him. And God says that the scripture declared that in Psalm 37, that I will give you the desires of your heart. I will do that. But you got to be willing, in spite of what you're saying, in spite of what the situation is, I'm going to get what God got for me. But I was reading something, and it really bought, it really took my interest. And it is found in Matthews. I know you're familiar with it, Matthews 56. Now, you can read the whole story. I'm not trying to jump over. But uh, Jesus was about to depart, and he was about to leave the disciples. And he was about to go forth, and he was getting himself prepared. Now, if Jesus had to get prepared, and he being the word of God in flesh, truly, Emmanuel being prepared in the flesh, surely we got to get prepared in the flesh. Amen. And that's what we don't understand sometimes. We forget that. But anyway... He took Peter, James, and John with him. And, of course, after the supper, they went to the Garden of Gethsemane to pray. And after he said, and, and here's what he said, uh, 26 and 52, say, Then said Jesus unto them, put, put up, well, wait a minute, I'm, I'm, I'm too far now. And uh, he, he began to say, 41st verse, and uh, which, and uh, watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, I'm at the 41st verse, but the flesh is weak. And when he went away the second time, he prayed again, and he, and, uh, and, when he went away the second time, and he prayed, saying, O oh, Father, if it, this cup may, be, may not pass away from me, except I drink it, thy will be done. And he came and found them asleep again. Now, I want you to catch this. He found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. Guess what? And then, of course, he said, and he lifted them up and went away and prayed the third time and saying the same word. Then comes him, his disciple, and said unto them, sleep on now and take thy rest. Now, here's the problem. 
He asked them to watch for one hour. One hour. Now, to you, one hour shouldn't be too long. But let me tell you something. When uh, you're trying to pray and you're talking to the Lord, some of you, let's be real, you run out of words in an hour. Some of you begin to repeat yourself in an hour. Some of you, if you wasn't sleepy, you will get sleepy in an hour. But nevertheless, Jesus thought that these three would really watch for him. He knew that they wasn't now because he knowed all things. But the, after he told them that, look, they, the, they done made the connection, he'd been betrayed, then he said, look, don't even worry about it, sleep on it. Then he got ready to go depart. And here's the 52nd verse. And then Jesus said unto him, uh, put up thy sword into the place. And uh, for all they that take the sword shall perish with the sword. Thinkest thou that I cannot pray in my father? And it shall, he shall um, uh, present, give me more than 12 legions of angels. Other words, listen. He's saying, I want you to understand. I can pray to the Father. Put away your sword, Peter. Now, one portion of Scripture, if you read in Luke, Peter draw the sword and he cut soldier L. Now, here's my point. Peter was willing to fight for Christ. He was willing to fight simply because of the fact that he was saying, oh, no, 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 you ain't going to take him like that. You might take him, but I ain't giving him up easy. Guess what, my brothers and sisters? I look at that, and we are in the same condition Peter was in. We are willing to fight but we are not willing to pray. Now listen to me. He couldn't pray for an hour, but yet he's willing to fight to death. He's willing to show forth that, hey, I'm willing to stand with you, and I'm not going to allow. But Jesus told him, put, put the sword back in, the, in, in, in the, your scabbing. Listen, and of course he picked up the uh the man's ear that he cut off and he put it back on. Now, the purpose for this, and he told him, look, man, I ain't got to go this way. I don't have to go this way. If you read further uh, before then, even when they came and arrest him in the book of Mark, uh, I'm sorry, Luke, when they asked for him, he said, I'm he, and they fell back. And he says, well, who you? Who is uh, you asking for? And he says, Jesus. He said, I'm he. And they fell back again. So it's, it's obvious he had power, believers. He, it, it wasn't that he was powerless. He had power. But the, here's the, my point, that the disciples couldn't pray for one hour. Now let me ask you something. How many of you that people done asked you to pray and you couldn't pray but for you couldn't even pray 
one hour. Yes, you say you love him. He said, Peter's in, look, I'll die for you. I'll, I'm willing to die for you. I'm willing to do this. I'm willing to do that. But yet, Peter, you're willing to die, but you can't pray. Now, I want you to get this. And I don't want nobody to think that I'm uh, telling you in any way, any, any one of you, to compromise. No, I'm not telling you to compromise. But let me tell you something. It's a problem when you can fight, when you can always fight this person or disagree with this person. Listen, everybody is not on the same level, folks. Everybody is not. But how much time do we spend praying for them people that we see going contrary? And this is what the Lord been putting in my spirit. It, 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 it either to, to talk about them, it either to run them down, but it could be that they are in a kid's spot and they need prayer that God open their eyes. When Elijah uh, uh, had the people surrounding him and and they begin he was saying oh God uh, all these people surrounding us and what we gonna do what we gonna do and he, and he said Lord open his eyes and he prayed Elijah prayed and when he opened his eyes he said now go look again he said I, I, I see all them that surrounding us but the ones that following that that's with us is more greater than those that are with against us. Why? Because he prayed. If it's somebody that you know that God has put you close to, why can't we just leave them alone and pray for them? Pray that God open up the understanding. Too many people need prayer and God don't open up your understanding. See, I believe that God helped somebody pray for Brother Ware. Even when I was going contrary to the will of God, somebody prayed. God, he's sincere, he's this, he's that. But guess what? I need you to pray. I'm going to come back and I'm going to get further into Scripture in a few minutes. But it's time to take my break. I don't talk a little bit too much on this other stuff, but I promise you, stay with me. I'm finna get in the scripture. Brother Well will be right back in a couple of minutes. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. Please call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, welcome back, Brother Ware.
Well, I hate to cut, but I know usually it's about two minutes, uh, but I had to cut it off. Uh, but you can reach us at 404-355-8699. Uh, uh, before I get into my other scripture, we already have a phone call, so let me go on and take that. God bless you, caller. You are on the air. Hello? Hello? All right. Well, let me go on into my scripture. Uh, you can call back. That's 404-355-869. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. This is Brother Ware. Hey, Brother Ware. How you doing? Wonderful. I'm enjoying you uh, pouring it out right here. Amen. God yes, bless you. Yes, you know who this is, don't you? Yes, ma'am. Mother Lyons. Yeah. yeah. Mother Mary. I'm pouring it out. Amen. I love to hear you preach and pour it out. All right. Continue to and pray for me. so understandable. Yes, ma'am. Continue to pray. And I'll talk back with you later on. All right. Thank you so much for calling. And I ask you to continue to pray. Amen. All right. Uh, now, as I say, we're willing to pray, are willing to fight, but we are not willing to pray. Now, let me say this. Here's the problem. We, I'm just going to get a couple of people in the Old Testament. You know that Joseph and... Uh, in the scripture, one of my favorite, not the favorite, but one of my favorite, uh, in the scripture, that he was wrong. He was, his brothers did him wrong. I would have probably had the wrong attitude if my brothers had to did what they did to me. But he, because he was in prayer, folks, here's was his answer and. uh Genesis 40, 5th chapter, and around the, the third verse. And it says, and, and once he once he really, and I'm cutting through the chase. You can see the whole, read the whole story. Please don't don't take it for granted that I'm, I just don't have time. If I had, if the Lord, when the Lord blessed me, I have somebody to read, then we'll read a little further. But until then, I have to do how, I have to do. In the third verse, then Joseph said unto his brethren, I am Joseph. Uh, do my father yet live? And this brother could not uh, show, him, show him, for they were troubled in, at his presence. Well, see, here's the deal. Joseph had changed. Because he had to come with the Egyptian. He, he was in the Egyptian. He had to adopt. Now, see, first of all, we got this opinion. I ain't changing. I, I'm going to stick that mind. I'm going to stick. But Joseph had to change his appearance. But one thing he didn't change, the circumcision. And the only people that were circumcision was, at that time, that was being taught was the children of Israel, uh, uh, the, his brotherings and his daddy, Israel, uh, Jacob turned, that turned to Israel, that changed his name to Israel, God told them, had told them 
before he even got there, way back uh, through Abraham, that you must circumcise. So that was the identifier. So then Joseph told him, excuse me, at that fourth verse, it said, Joseph said unto his brethren, come, come near, I pray. And I pray uh, that they, that they come, came near. And he said, I'm Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into Egypt. And now, therefore, be not grievous or anger with yourself that ye sold me hither, for God did sent me before you to preserve life. Let me tell you something. You know the reason God can't bless some of us? Because we dwell on what somebody did to you. And you got to understand everything happened. If we say that the scripture declared that all things work together for the good to them that love God, to them who are the call according to God's purpose, then guess what? We got to be in the position that we got to believe, okay, God, I don't understand it. And you may not understand what's, uh, what God is carrying you through, but you got to have a mindset that God is in control. See, we don't believe that God is in control. Yeah, we, we talk that talk. Yeah, we just like Peter. Peter said, I will never denounce you. I will die for you. But the very time when Christ told him, said, look here, uh, put your sword away. Because he that lived by the sword shall die by the sword. I'm just putting it in my plain word. But listen, not only that, not I used Joseph because he was one. And the next one I want to use was the uh, uh, a young girl. So it ain't respectable person. If you learn to pray in spite of your situation, when I go and read, and you can read it, read the whole story, please, when I'm off the air. If you don't understand it, I give my number, and we'll, I'll be more than happy. I'm not, uh, I tell people, I'm not a, a, a eight to five minister, nine to five minister. I'm a 24-hour minister uh, to help you to grow in the wisdom and the knowledge of God because so many people are being misled. So many peoples are going astray right while they got the Bibles in the hand. And that's why we got all the, the problems that we have in the church. That's why peoples believe, long as I'm paying my tithe and going to this building a couple of times a week, then I'm all right with God. But as I told you on last week, what kind of relationship that you would have with your wife or with your husband-to-be or your wife-to-be if you only spent that little bit of time. They don't spend time seeking the Word. They don't spend time in prayer. They don't, uh, most people, you can't get them to pray. They don't even know what to pray about. It's even in the family. If nothing else, they should be calling the name of the peoples in their family. God, deal with them. You want to know what kind of standards you're in with God, you'll be willing to pray, to call out the name. I remember a, a brother of mine, brother, a, a brother in the Lord, brother Minister Copeland. I remember we used to bowl together. 
And, 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 and this was way back when I was pastoring and bowling certain days. And, and I was talking because I knew if you talk to them and you get them out of their game, they'll go up trying to prove something. They'll get away from their game. In the midst of that, that was happening. And finally, this guy beat us so bad still because he was, I said, he liked the Russian. Because at that time, Rocky just had came out uh, in, on TV. I don't know how long he'd been in the movie. But anyway, uh, he got it upset with us, and he just stuck with his game, and he beat So I told Minister Copeland, I said, bruh, he wasn't a minister then. He was just a uh, brother. He was a deacon, I believe. And I said, bruh, you know, I'm going to shut my mouth. He said, oh, thank God. And he started clapping his hand. He said, brother, I've been praying for you. I wanted God to do something to you, and I didn't want to sound like I was rebuking you. I was praying that God let him know. Well, guess what? Because he got sincere and because he began to cry out to God, then God deal with, dealt with my heart. How come we think God can't deal with people's heart anymore? You know why? Because we don't believe that we that we can pray and things can happen. We got this mindset that we can uh, we want to do it our way. And if it don't happen our way, then I'm leaving them alone. But let me get back to this uh, young lady. The young lady uh, found in. Uh, uh, let me go to it. I was talking and went even to it, but in Second Kings, okay. It was uh, a guy there. Now, I thought, man, she was better than me because I, I, I got, that made me pray. You see what I'm saying? That made me begin to seek God when I read this and understood that, wait a minute, hold up. This young lady, she was in a situation, and he was in a circumstances that she was not, uh, Willing to give up on God. See, when you get in a position, folks, and you ain't willing to give up, then God can bless you when you quit looking at your circumstance. In the book of Second uh, Kings, please read the story. It is very important. I wish I could go through it. Anyway, it says, Now Naaman, uh, captain of the host of the king of Syria, and was a great man, and his master honorable because in him the Lord have given him deliverance over Syria. And he was a mighty man and valiant, but he was a leopard. Now, wait a minute. Let me draw the picture right quick. Naming God, I know somebody say, well, God ain't blessing. That was the devil blessed. No, see, that's your problem. You're trying to figure out God or the devil. You don't know. Okay, God gave Naaman victory. Naaman had skills. Now, we can say what we want to say about the football player, about the basketball player, about the singers, whether they sang in blues, whether they playing football, whether they're playing basketball. It might be contrary to the, our will of what we think is God, but how many times have we spent and prayed for? In other words, God gave you a burden for the pray that God opened up, and that might be a way that God want to bless you because of the fact of what that person did. 
Now, in the midst of it, uh, in the same thing, the third verse, now what happened is when Naaman went to Israel, they took hope to uh, uh, a young lady. Now, let me be honest. Me being a young man, being taken away from Israel, being put in the house of Naaman to serve his wife. That's why she was there. When you read this story, you're going to find that. But guess what? She was a prayerful young lady. She didn't even have hatred and vengeance and, and wanted something to happen. No, 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 no. She was willing to pray. That's why I say we're willing to fight. Uh, uh, we are willing to fight, but we are not willing to pray uh, for others that disbelieve. And guess what? She in turn, please read the story. I wish I had time to go, but it'll take a while, and I got to move on. And this girl said to her missus or said to Naaman or whoever she did to somebody, she said, I would that my master, she recognized him as her master, say would go to Israel because you know what? We have a prophet, we have a man of God that he would get rid of the lepers. Guess what? Now, I got to honor uh, Lazarus, first of all, because let me tell you something. Leprosy was a disease that, simply to some of the disease we got now when people, when AIDS first come out, and I didn't know nothing about it in the uh, 80s, late 80s, and I was trying to deal with it, and the young lady asked me to pray, and I grabbed a hand to pray for her, and in the midst of while, right before I prayed, she coughed. And all of a sudden, man, I'm in turn saying, I, now mind you, I didn't know she had a, but when they told me, well, Brother Well, I'm so happy that you was willing to grab her hand and to pray for her and knowing that she dying with AIDS. I said, wow, I got weak in the knees. You know why? Because I'm being honest. Because it scared me. Didn't know nothing about it. Didn't know what was going on. But here's what I'm trying to get you to see. This young lady, this being a servant, and still of her saying, oh, no good at me, and uh, took me away from my house and, and took me away, and I'm not able to do this, to do that. And, and then uh, took me from my family, and then he had the desire to do what? Uh, uh, call himself. Uh, a captain of the host, and guess what? She just prayed. She had a prayerful spirit. She didn't have an envy spirit. She didn't have a spirit. All right, let's go a little further. You say, well, brother, well, that's Old Testament. Let me bring you to the New Testament and uh, let you see a little something here in the New Testament. When Peter, you know, Peter, James, and John, after the Pentecost had happened, and lo and behold, Peter caught hope then. Now, he didn't have it at first. This was the same Peter that was in the position that was willing to fight. This was the same Peter that did not have the faith. All of a sudden, Peter began to spend time going to the rooftop. He began to pray, and all of a sudden, God began to uh, reveal to him and put a sheep down. I've heard people make mockery of this, 
and they said, well, God said you can eat anything, and that, no, he cleaned it. No, no, no. God gave the revelation, if you would read it a little further and quit putting your understanding in it because he told you in Leviticus 11 chapter what is clean and what is unclean. But he was making a point with Peter. So after he told Peter, let down the sheep, creepy thing crawling and everything, and all of a sudden, Peter said, he told Peter, uh, arise, kill, and eat. Peter said, no, 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 Lord. I have never did that. I nothing common and unclean had touched my lip. I, I, I know God. See, sometimes God has to get you on the carnal thing to get you to see spiritual thing. Well, in the midst of it, uh, in the 28th verse, in the 10th chapter, and he said unto them, ye know how that uh, it in unlawful, uh, unlawful for a man that is a Jew to keep company or come unto one that is a, a, another nation. But God has showed me that I should not call any man. Oh, you mean tell that what you was doing, God? You was teaching him a lesson when you was calling in the thing that people want to say, well, we can eat this and we can do that because God said call nothing coming up. Nope. Peter said, God sh uh, has shown me that I should not call any man common and unclean. Let me tell you something, folks. Whether you believe that they're right or wrong, whether this person is going contrary to what you teach, what you believe, guess what? You still should be in prayer for them. See, that's the problem. We don't pray for another. Now, that's a difference between uh, false prophets. Now, I'm not telling you to pray for false prophets. You say, how do I know that he's a false prophet? The Bible said he, you shall know them by their fruit. If they doing stuff and putting out fruit that's ungodly, now what it look like, I'm, I'm fornicating, I'm, in, I'm uh, marrying, divorced, and everything, and all of a sudden you say, well, Brother Ware is uh, a, a man of God. No, no, no. Brother Ware is a hypocrite. He's, he could be of Satan. Why? Because the fruit that I'm putting out does not match the Scripture. That's why we should all read the Scripture and see what God would have us to do. And, and because of that, because he told Peter that, then Peter was able. I'm telling you the story because we ain't got time to read it. Peter was able to go to Cornelius' house, preach the gospel. Now, guess what? Some of you, yeah, you sat in judgment on things. Now, I ain't talking about these folks. Some of you done messed around with some oh, ungodly peoples for months and years, and they ain't about to live right. They ain't trying to live right. They just playing on your sympathy, and you keep going back. Well, leave them alone. Pull away. The Bible say, come away from them, uh, uh, and, and you will bring a shame. That's what the scriptures say. Uh, according to the book of Thessalonians, it says uh, you need to get away from them and allow them and pray for them. I'm not telling you to run them down. I'm telling you to pull back, leave them alone. You're just going over and over because Y'all done made a connection. No, ma'am, no, sir. 
Your connection should be with the Lord Jesus. You should be enough in prayer to know God's will, God's way, and that God want to do a work in them or it don't. See, a lot of people, you are wasting so much time when you should be helping other people. Listen, when Saul went down the road of the master because they was praying, because the church of Christ was praying, then all of a sudden the Bible said a light shined uh, to him and brought him to his knees and said, Saul, Saul, why art thou persecuting thou me? He said, who art thou, Lord? And, and, and he said, I'm Jesus, whom thou persecuted. Now, here's what I'm trying to get you to understand. It's because you're willing to pray. Some of you is not praying for somebody because, listen, first of all, some reason you ain't praying for them because you don't like them. You really don't like them. So you're not praying for them. You're not praying for somebody. Listen, these people, that the example I just gave you, they was contrary to what they believed, but they was willing to pray. Some of you right now is losing out on God. Now you say, now I know in the 11th chapter of Corinthians, you know, it let us know that it's the body of Christ. It, it, and we are in the body of Christ, and, and uh, you being in the body of Christ, you, it just certain things uh, that we have to understand. What I said, Corinthians, I, I, I meant Second Corinthians, and I got to, I got to say this because I don't want people to continue to pray for the devil. See, some people is of the devil, okay? And I I got to put that in. But here's what I'm saying: Are you willing to pray? Are you willing to fight and not pray? But in the eleventh chapter, uh, the book of Corinthians, it tell you that he have ministers, okay? We have ministers. Uh, the devil got ministers. If I want to say the devil this, the devil that. No, 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 no. Some of these people that been set up, it says 13 chapter, 13 verse, 2 Corinthians 13 verse says, And such was false apostle, deceitful work of transforming themselves as apostle of Christ. And no marvel, Satan himself, was transformed as an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing that his ministers also be transformed as ministers of righteousness, whom shall be according, whom in shall be according to their work. Now here's the deal. In other words, you ain't got to worry about what, what's gonna happen to them. If God done showed you something, just pray and leave them alone. Like I, I was saying, if we continue to go around them, we mess up God. It's kind of like God can't whoop them. Uh, I usually use this. Uh, my old, my sister, the oldest girl, she used to man get whoopings all the time when we was little, and all of a sudden, what happened was she would run, and because she would run, Mama would tell us to go catch her, and when me and my brother uh, Otis would go catch her, then you know what. By the time we get her close to Mama, she would go to moving, jerking, and Mama start hitting her. And guess what? We would get some of the licks. You know why? Because of the fact that uh, we was bringing her back 
to mama and we wind up getting a couple of licks. So what I'm saying, the Bible lets you know very, very plain. Uh, uh, if any obey not our words of this epistle, note him and have no company with him that he may be ashamed. Yet count him not as a enemy, but admonish him as a brother. How come you want to hang out with folks you know ain't walking in that which God have did you? See, God elevated you. Man, my book, the last book, What Grade Are You In? Spiritual. We got folks that's in the 12th grade want to hang with the 5th grader, want to hang with the middle school. Why? Because you want to look good. It ain't about looking good, folks. It's about the will and the plan of God being manifested. Back in Peter for my last minute, you got to understand Peter was a man that he really was sincere. But because he hadn't spent enough time praying, as a lot of us, and we go work, we do this, we do that, we spend very little time in communing with God, so we lose out the direction what God really wants you to do. Some of you really need to shut your mouth and pray. Begin to pray about certain things that God will begin to bless. When God began to bless, then you would have an answer for some people. A lot of us don't have answers because we're talking too much. And when you're talking too much, you're not praying. And when you're willing to stand with, oh, I'll fight for this brother. I'll fight for this sister. But they don't need you to fight for them. They need you to be in prayer for them. When have you turned down your plate, Mr. Meal, for them? Oh, my God, there's so many people are going astray, and God done put you in their life for you to begin to pray and lead them to the direction that God would have, but you are so caught up in yourself that you're losing out on what God would have you to do. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you, I praise you, I honor you. God, I, I, I pray that the little bit of time that I had, God, that you brought forth a conviction in their lives to let them know, God, I'm not trying to get them to compromise, but I'm trying to get them to see that they need to spend more time and getting a direction in your life. In Jesus the Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Listen, I didn't get to Samuel. See, Samuel, Samuel saw Saul out of order, and Samuel was spending much time in prayer. But when Samuel spent much time in prayer, God told him, say, why do you keep praying? I already done rejected. See, see, a lot of times we don't even know when people have been rejected because we don't spend time. Listen, we would love to hear from you. Please sit down and uh, send us an email. Visit our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Or... You can reach us by dialing 404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. We would love to hear from some of you. If you don't tell, call us, we don't know you're listening, except you let us know. We appreciate you. We love you. May the Lord be with you. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. 
All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina. 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E A S L E Y, South Carolina 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 118. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up for anything. Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair.